0: hello and welcome to the third season of the present podcast so glad you can join and it is six 41 on a Tuesday evening in Toronto, Canada, Eastern Standard Time. I'd like to share with you that I just finished recording a good hour episode and I accidentally deleted it. I literally pressed delete permanently. (laughs) Yes, I did. And it's interesting because it was an automatic thing i just automatically did that without thinking probably because i deleted before which i have so i created a habit and it was as if i was on autopilot so creating good habits would do you so much wonder in contrast to negative habits. So today's episode, I'm going to dive deep into the realm of entrepreneurship. So all things entrepreneur. And I came up with this idea earlier today because I was going through my LinkedIn and I came across an article from entrepreneur.com and it talked about the 10 points of the negative, the positive aspects of failure. So I would like to share that with you today. And let me just grab the article for here. So while I'm getting the article, I am going to start off with a quote because that is what I like to do. So I am going to scroll now and I am scrolling and I am scrolling and I am scrolling. scrolling. And this is very interesting. I I like this. It's from I Am Fearless Soul. And it shows a child just closing his eyes and being so happy because he's eating a watermelon. And I totally relate to this. Because when I was a kid, eating a watermelon in the summertime was so amazing. I felt so happy. Because... It just came with the ambiance of being in the present moment. We were always in the present moment. I wasn't thi- I wasn't thinking about when I was four years old and a bad ha- something bad happened. Ask a child that. Like you know, while they're playing with their friends, I'm like, you know are, they, are, you, ha- are, you, ha- are you thinking negatively? And they're probably busy playing with their friends. So <laughs> that's just my opinion. So here is a quote, and it reads as follows: be happy not because everything is good but because you can see the good in everything yes that's going to be that's difficult that is so difficult because when there is negative and when you have negative thoughts it consumes you so but you want to keep it positive, and it's interesting because another quote just caught my eye right under it, and it, re- it 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 appeared 22 hours ago. Apparently, I read that we have angelic numbers of some sort: 11, 11, 22, 22. I'd like to learn more about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this quote is from Awoke. And it reads as follows. Negative thought. I believed it so deeply that it became real. Positive thought. I believed it so deeply it became real. Your choice. Hmm. Interesting. So thoughts become things. And I'm going to add to the mix, excuse me, mind is the builder and the physical is the result. So belief is very important, very important in something. Now I'm going to start off with this article. I'm actually scrolling for more quotes. This can be so addicting. I'm going to read one more. (laughs) It's from Master Thyself. And it says, it reads rather, First, know your worth. Second, control your emotions. And third, never settle. This can actually be tied to what I'm about to talk to you about with respect to entrepreneurialism. So let's go to the article. and I'm going to post the article for you if you, if you uh, search for it on the description box and the name of the article is called 10 Lessons About Failure That Every Entrepreneur Needs to Know so for those of you that are interested in becoming an entrepreneur, this is the, this is the podcast for you so there is a stigma against failure and it's beliefs such as, it can't happen to me. It shouldn't. It won't. So, no matter who you are, who what you do, how you do it, where you do it, failure is waiting. Now, this isn't meant to serve as a grim reminder of the day that success is unattainable. Success is viable and waiting for you, and so is failure. And the latter will teach you all you need to know in order to find soaring achievement. So let's start with the first one. Failing is easy. It is. Set a goal and do nothing. Productive. And you'll fail in a a second. Don't accomplish anything. It's failing from trying that really eats away at us and stunts our growth. So. try. You never know unless you try. Number two, people are essential. So believe in people and surround yourself with people who are better than you in whatever you cannot do or won't do. So identify your limitations and surround yourself with people who excel in those areas. So for example, Spend a few years learning a new niche, a new skill, and maybe you'll be halfway good at it. Or hire someone who is an expert in this niche skill and let them handle business while you attend to other matters. Number three, unless they are the wrong people. Now, of course, if you invest in the wrong people, you'll fail altogether. So discerning the best people from the wrong ones is easier said than done. Just ask humanity. (laughs) So make a list and identify who you need and what they should be capable of. So who you want to work with. Who, when you cross the finish line and hold up the grand prize, who do you want to be beside you? Number four. Failure does not care about limitations. Failure is... Now, for example, let's let's say that failure is apparent. That maybe you wish you had been more caring during childhood, but like it or not, you realize that as you grow older, why they did what they did. So limitations or not, failure will knock on your doorstep, ready to impart painful life lessons. And it's these life lessons that enhance your growth. Number five, what could have been? What could have been? Now, if failure happens, take out that idea of it could have been great it could have done this it could have made this much money now I want you to take those I take those sentences and phrases and bury it in cement permanently because that's negative and it will it will boggle you down it's self pity self pity gets you nowhere really It doesn't. So, think about that for a bit. Number six, fearing failure is like fearing death. And it's pointless. Both are inevitable and both are ambiguous. So we fear death because we don't know what lies beyond. The same can be said for failure. When we find ourselves sinking into the quicksand of failure, We don't know what waits for us on the other side. Fear derails us. Just like failure, we must embrace it. Treat it like an old friend and see it as an opportunity. Then the tables turn. Fear becomes scared of us. Number seven, we grow from failure, but often subconsciously your brain will feed it to you when you need it waiting just knowing it's there so we simply cannot fail as much as we do and not learn something take solace in this as you weather the storm of your latest failure and ask yourself how you will grow how will i grow from this so basically do the reflective work Reflection on your work. Reflect on your on your mistakes on your and, and write them down of how you can uh, what solutions could you work on? Number eight, there is no better time than now to fail. Today, entrepreneurs are running mega successful companies from the comfort of their own bedrooms. For as much flack as we give them, millennials and Generation Z peop, uh, Zen generation are shifting the way that we think about work, what it is, how it operates, and what it can be. And there's no better time to fail because there is never a better time to build and build and build some more from your bedroom, from your kitchen, with pajamas on if that's your thing. I'm gonna stop there for a moment. So I am currently working remotely and I I, I can't work in my, my pajamas. <laughs> but I will let you know that in the beginning it was very daunting. But now I developed a routine and it really does help. So number nine, you will fail a lot more times than you will succeed. And it's going to hurt a lot but lots of failure will create better successes if you really like example let's give an example if you like uh, if there's a certain drink that you like but let's say you don't drink it for a whole month what do you think happens the first time you open that drink that can what do you think happens Well, let me tell you what happens. It would taste better. So I want you to transfer the same sort of thinking into success and failure. There isn't a set number of times that you must fail in order to succeed, nor vice versa. However, failing will make success taste so much sweeter. And number 10, the last one. Failing is okay. Okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So always remember this. Failure is a fact of life. Okay? I'm going to give you an example. Tonight, right now, I failed. I had a podcast ready to be sent. A good hour with really important stuff. But you know what? I'm glad it didn't materialize because I am about to read you something that's really mind-blowing that I discovered a month ago and I didn't talk about it. And it has a lot to do with entrepreneurialism. So it's a blessing in disguise, and I'm grateful. So let's go let's go forward this point. Again, I'm saying let's. Who's here? <laughs> that's gonna be a deep dive discussion. Okay, so it's one of the few things that you can count on being present in your life from start to finish. And that's okay because failing makes us better. Maybe not in the moment, and maybe not in the way that we immediately realize it, but it works. So when you are facing the inevitable failure, apply what is called the one-year rule. So, what the one year rule is like, for example, in the midst of your crummy feelings today, remind yourself that you will not be feeling this badly in one year from now. So, mind is the builder, as I said before, mind is the builder, physical is a result. I'm gonna say something that I just remembered and it's amazing. So, we'll hold off for a minute. Now, as a matter of fact, you are going to look back and you'll, you will be filled with gratitude for how everything worked out even better than you could have imagined. So let's accept what failure really is. It Failure, I'm, actually this could be a great quote, Failure is an opportunity for personal growth and a powerful tool for achieving our goals. Now, something popped into my mind. It's something that I remembered from Dr. Joe Dispenza. And if you have a chance, please look him up. He wrote an excellent book called Becoming Supernatural. And he dives into... He dives spiritually, like, really deep. But what really, really got to me, positively, was because he, he's initially a neuroscientist and they're actually doing studies. And scientifically, when you think of a bad future uh, that's not even going to, it, doesn't, it hasn't even happened, but you're thinking negatively of what might happen, well, guess what? Your brain cannot decipher what is real and what is imaginary. And then it starts sending signals and you start feeling ill and sick. It's like you're creating sickness in your body. And I believe that when you believe in something that hasn't happened yet, but you believe that you're there, that you're at your dream job, that you're at your dream area, environment, anything that you believe in, I believe that the universe will open doors of opportunity in that aspect of your life. That's just a belief. (laughs) And I would like to dive deep in that, trust me. So I when I have a chance, I am going to purchase that book, Becoming Supernatural, and I am going to be interested in learning about that, and I hope you are too, and if not, then that's fine too. So, about a month ago, I was watching this video, and it was interesting, and I took notes, and it talked about Just going through my notes right now. It talked about. Wow. Sorry, I'm just going through my notes now. A lot of notes I took about this. It talks about entrepreneurialism, most definitely. And. Hmm. All right, so it starts here. It talks about the spirituality of, of, of CEOs and, and, and being an entrepreneur, and and the word usefulness. How can you be useful in the workplace? Useful as a friend, useful, and, 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 and the word useful, uh, I was reading about that and how being useful in the workplace is just an amazing thing, and just in, in general. And for those believers in heaven and hell, apparently, when you're youthful, that's what heaven is. I, I don't know. I I I have to research more on that. It, it, it's this is really new ground for me. So let us let's. I I I took a lot. I I just want to let you know. I took a lot of webinars this past year when we were in the crisis. And we still are and I learned so much and let me tell you it's so gratifying it's really gratifying learning new things I'm just going through my book so let me just talk to you about what I learned so it talked about spiritual principles in the workplace so there was a chart and they compared uh, strategies so I am going to talk about corporate strategy that's saturated with spiritual principles. So, principles don't mean everything unless you put them to good use. And being useful to forms of service to others is actually the core of heaven according to Weeden work, I think it says, and the unity of focus. Instead of you making lemonade, for example, like a lemonade stand. Okay, I don't understand my notes. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Here is another sentence. Here, put a good idea to use immediately before it languishes in, in its polish marking use of ideas so the real use of love and wis- wisdom is animating them in life and doing something with it so usefulness is in doing something so if we have goals of what we want to do in our life we need to take action we need to do something that's what i'm that's what i'm getting and then it talks about divine design interesting and heaven in a human form. Interesting. So this divine design can yield a very high-performing workplace. So people working toward a common goal, inspired by a higher purpose that is powered by shared values and beliefs. This alignment can be created by CEOs and leaders and be brought back to life first we uncover their higher purpose by centering on their competencies Such, and, and this is an example for the leaders and the CEOs and exploring two things number one, what they care about deeply and number two what they believe to be true about that And then they choose their vision for the reputation that they wish to own in their markets. The authority that they wish to command that's aligned with their higher purpose. And next, they determine their vision, the overarching achievement that they believe will bring about their vision. This is what's called the organization purpose. So advancing the mission is progressive, and accomplished through what is called strategic imperatives so to stay focused and agile these move forward operationally under agile management and rolling planning the strategic and routine work now advance together connected by their common purpose and that is the flow so the question is what exactly is flowing and what role in this flow does the higher or rather does the divine higher authority play from its ruling position at the top of this model so this was actually done uh uh this was a speech, rather a speech from. Uh, he's Canadian, and he was actually on a commercial from Export Canada. And what happened was during COVID, um, they had to adapt. So what were the? So for those that uh, were in the previous, were listening to the previous previous uh, episodes, I talked briefly about adaptive challenges because again, I'm still learning more about leadership and adaptive challenges for him was okay he he has a factory but now uh the business is shut down so our our premier and our prime minister was asking uh companies and manufacture anyone anyone in canada anybody who wants to help with what's going on making masks or this and that so what he did was he already was making, uh, products for, com- uh, for, for workplaces, uh, like dividers and, uh, for, for, for work pods. So what he did was he turned that into, um, I would say a little, uh, se- uh, secured and closed windowed, Uh, pods for when people go back to work so everybody's protected with glass and then they have their own little cubicle which is sealed So, but what he said to himself was how can I be useful so how can I help how can I be of service how can I help humanity so usefulness would really go a long way and that's what I feel in my opinion a successful uh, workplace would be even a successful entrepreneur is what can I offer what service is needed that I, what that I could fill So think about that think about the concept not not how can I make a million dollars but how can I serve a million people So he goes on to say, So he says, and I quote, First, we uncover their higher purpose by centering on their competencies and exploring two things. Number one, what they care about deeply. Number two, what they believe to be true about that. Then they choose their vision for the reputation that they wish to own in their markets. The authority that they wish to command that's aligned with their higher purpose next they determine their vision the overarching achievement they believe will bring about their vision and they, and this is called the organization purpose uh, i've read that before and and i wanted to read it again so here we go now the strategic and routine work now advance together connected by their common purpose and that is called the flow so I asked before what is, flo- what is exactly flowing and he goes on to say, I have witnessed organizations neck deep in fear, but you will not find this solution in any business book. The cure lives in the hearts of people who have touched the divine and lived to tell about it. Yes near-death experiencers now numbering in the millions corroborate the declaration of divine love interesting i forgot about that because when i when i because uh, usually um in my job i i i transcribe a lot uh sometimes in the hundreds of pages so so I I I basically tune out. So even though I'm 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 typing the words or I'm writing it down, I don't it doesn't it, I don't know what words I'm writing down if that makes sense. It's just it's just like because there's so many words that I'm writing down that it's becoming autom- automatic that I don't I can't explain it, but you don't get all the you don't get the meaning because it's too fast, right? It's got to go to the courts. It's got to go here the next day. And so, so, there, there, I've got pages and pages, but unfortunately, I promised myself that I would go for a walk in nature, but I will leave you with one more sentence that he says, and then I will leave you with the quote, and then I'm going to take a walk in nature, because walking in nature is an excellent thing to do. You're, you're being grounded, and you're connecting with nature, and you're being close to the divine. Okay, so... I will leave you with this last sentence that he said: "Focus on usefulness." So the key to being to a happy human race is doing something. Uh, doing something. If that's the key to business. Hmm. I didn't finish. <laughs> I, I think I'm supposed. I was supposed to finish uh, this line. Because it's scratched out and it feels like To p- business. Yeah, that's okay. But usefulness, as I mentioned about that, so being useful to society, to the to humanity, to shall I say, uh, the alien <laughs> galaxy, galaxy galaxy council, uh, <laughs> if that exists. Okay. So, and, and you know, there have been some UFO sightings that I, I, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. So on that note, I am going to leave you with one last quote. Before I take a walk in nature, before it rains again. And, you know, I'm noticing that the animals are so friendly. Um, Like, they come up to me and, and it's a little bit daunting because... Uh, you know, there's something that exists called rabies, and well, you know, <laughs> like it's like listen, ducks, you guys are beautiful, like they're couples, they're so cute, they 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 they're always walking together, which is nice, but keep your distance, okay. <laughs> and on that note, please keep your distance. Be uh, for those that you know. You know what I mean, jellybean. Alright. <laughs> That's anything goes on this podcast. And on that note, I will leave you with a quote that says... And I'm scrolling. And I am scrolling down. And seeing... What? I will see. Ooh, I like this one. It's from I Am Fearless Soul. And it and it's it's beautiful. It it shows a woman. Uh half of her face is aged maybe 120 years old and the other half is aged maybe hmm could be after the age of 30 could be in the 40s, maybe, I don't know, but it's older, but it's nice, it's beautiful, she's beautiful, and it reads as follows, a beautiful face will age, and a perfect body will change, but a beautiful soul will always be a beautiful soul i like that that's beautiful and it's so true because because it is (laughs) i just love quotes i could be here all night on this podcast just reading quotes to you (laughs) here's a quote (laughs) i just saw a quote from master dot thyself. When you truly discover who you are, there is no longer any competition. You just start manifesting in your own lane by simply being you. I love it. I love that. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to read it one more time. Actually, no, I there's ooh, I like this one. <laughs> I I I'm becoming I'm becoming addicted. A, a quote addictor. Okay, this is Okay, this is gonna be it. I promise. It's 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 what Okay, this is freaky because this is apparently a quote from God. Okay, I don't know about that, like I don't, I don't know much about like channeling, but I, I, I I'll just read it. Okay. <laughs> oh, where did it go? Oh, thunder outside. No! No, 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 no. Tell me it's an airplane. I am just looking outside. I have a question to ask you. Have any of you ever went for a walk out in nature in the pouring rain? I haven't. <laughs> and I know, here I am talking about adventure and, you know, <laughs> I haven't gone in the rain. I don't know. I don't I heard stories about, see now, this is who I am, I'm going to, just like the quote that we talked about, which was, may you manifest someone who, oh what, no that's not the, hey that's actually an interesting quote, what is this one, it's from Spirit Heals and it says, may you manifest someone who loves every the ounce of you. Every the ounce? Or should it say every ounce of you? Uh, okay. That's a grammatical area. I feel like I'm at work right now. <laughs> I don't know. Could it be? May you manifest someone who loves every the ounce of you? Hey, okay. You know what? They added. Do you know that they added the word d-o-h in the dictionary? No! <laughs> do you know what that is? Do you know who that is? Do you know who is that person that goes, Do! Oh, man. <laughs> who says that? Oh, man. Well, I don't really know. Oh, gosh. What's happening? <laughs> is that a cartoon? <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. Somebody says, Doe. What? Do you know who says that? Why yes. I think it's Marge's husband. I'm just kidding. I don't sound like her. I sound like myself and I'm being silly. Okay, may you manifest <laughs> this is so random. May you've may you manifest someone who loves every the ounce of you. The warrior, the submissive, the super loving, the sexy, the relaxed, the quiet, the talkative, the giving, the needy. <laughs> the vulnerable oh my gosh the sensitive and the strong the absolute whole gorgeous being you are oh my yes i would love to manifest myself Ooh, that's kind of i don't know i need to think about that (laughs) okay so the one that we thought was god the the quote that the uh, quote from god stay calm I will get you through this, God. Hey, if that was really from God, I am very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. I, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for all of us, this, this is a, this is a message for all of us from God. It's a collective, the collective. I love that word. I, you know, I've been hearing that word a lot this year, the collective whole like all of us it's beautiful it's a beautiful word you know and i'll tell you this i never thought it was beautiful until i saw it that way because i'll tell you this i don't see anything beautiful about a collective agreement uh with respect to you know i don't know which union um but they have that with depending on the the (laughs) construct Uh, But yes, uh, sorry, some technical difficulty here. (laughs) Anyhow, on that note, I I hope, you know, you enjoyed the silliness and uh, that you enjoyed uh, some great tips on the uh, aspects of entrepreneurship and the 10 things that, wow, it's really thundering out there. You know, I think I will try and go when it rains, I, you know what, I, I am promising myself right now that I am going for a nature walk in the rain for the first time. I mean, actually, yes, I have gone in the rain, but when it was raining nicely, not, not uh, pouring rain like dinosaur eggs. Um... (laughs) or flash flash flood. Okay, so I digress. So I really hope that you got a lot out of this and that if you are thinking of starting a side hustle, um, you know, listen, come, come visit here more often because I'm going to start uh, doing segments. So what I'm going to do, <clears throat> I just thought about this now is I will do episodes but I will also do bonus entrepreneurial episodes how about that so let's try (laughs) let's try that and see what happens and on that note I hope that you have yourself a wonderful evening a good morning and a good afternoon